0: Hey friends, welcome to the PTA plus podcast. Today's guest is Jeremy Foster. He is a physical therapist assistant from Mississippi. Jeremy is doing all kinds of things to fill in that PTA plus blank. He's a PT PAC um, trustee. He is a PTA council representative for Mississippi as as well as a tennis coach and a um, father and all kinds of things that he's got going on. Well, Jeremy has a really cool story that you're not gonna wanna miss. Um, He asked a question a few years back at CSM and he wasn't super satisfied with his answer. And so he took it all the way to the World Confederation of Physical Therapy Congress in Dubai and started asking some questions to the international stage. Um, what does it look like for physical therapist assistants on the international stage? Well, you're gonna hear a little bit more about that if you listen to today's conversation. And he has a lot of grassroots efforts going on to see if we can get more PTAs out there internationally. Um, we wanna see if we can make some changes. So uh, I can't wait for you to hear my conversation with Jeremy. He's got a lot going on. I learned a lot. I'm sure you're gonna learn a lot. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. All right, hi Jeremy, how are you?
1: Oh man, I'm doing great. <laughs>
0: Good, thank welcome you. to the PTA Plus Podcast.
1: Thank you, Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, and thank you for saying yes and for supporting the podcast. I know that I'm a newbie, so it's probably very easy for people to say no. <laughs> and well, you I'm, didn't.
1: <laughs> I'm excited, I, I, I think it's a great thing and I uh, I think more we need more of these and, and yes uh get to talking about uh physical therapy and and get it put out there more and more about what we do and what we're experiencing so uh, thank you for doing this
0: yes there's a lot that we can talk about so um i already know just from you and i's conversations before we even hit record that we we're gonna have to have you back because you have a lot of knowledge and um today's conversation is going to be so so cool that i'm not sure we're going to get to touch base on everything so i'll probably have to have you come back on (laughs)
1: I'll, I'll try to stay on topic.
0: Oh, well, if not, then that's okay too, because like I said, we have a lot of things that we can talk about. So just to let our audience know who you are, um, you're a physical therapist assistant, and you're from Mississippi. Um, so what else do you do? What, what are you doing right now?
1: Uh, well, in 2020, uh, I purchased, a, a, I, I call it a mini farm. It's not. Uh, it's eight acres. It's got some wooded areas and pasture land. Uh, we raise some chickens, uh, not a bunch of them, but uh, we like the idea of uh, our raising our own eggs. Um, I'm a tennis coach. Uh, I coach for a uh, private school here, and uh, I do that three months out of the year. I give some tennis lessons here and there, and uh, I'm also the uh, PT. Uh, I'm a PT Pack trustee. So there's eight of those uh, for the PT Pack. And then, oh, I'm also the PT council rep for Mississippi. That's, that's awesome.
0: That's, what, what practice setting do you work in?
1: So I work in a critical access hospital. There's around 1300 of those across the country for those that don't know. It's basically a 25 bed facility that can be um, rehab, uh, which is the part A days up to 20 days or it can be an acute care bed. So, inside our hospital, we have a so we have twenty five beds. We have an ER, and then we have a clinic, and then we have a ten bed inpatient geriatric unit, and then we're connected to a sixty bed nursing home. Hmm. So a little bit of variety. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Now, do it, you work in like multiple departments, or are you kind of? I
1: slightly? I work in. Acute swing bed and Jerry Psych, Okay. And we all, we do have, we have outpatient therapists that treat outpatients. And then we have a full staff in the 60 bed nursing home of uh, PT, OT and speed. So we're, wow. we're, uh, We we're have uh, a, yeah. we have a great rehab team there. I treat it as, you know, I treat our patients like it's an inpatient rehab. So we're doing anywhere from three hours to five hours. It depends. You know, if they need a lot of therapy, it's the place to go.
0: That's great. That's great. And I know that you have a great team. I've I've seen you talk a lot about them and and have just wonderful things to say about your team.
1: Good people. They, they, they all got hearts of gold and they, they really, um, they really like to see success and, uh, they take things personal. They, they do things extra for the patients all the time. And, um, like i said i'm i'm very fortunate to to work where i work
0: absolutely that makes work fun when yeah. you can enjoy going in there and you feel like you've done something good and you sleep good at night and
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs>
0: yeah that's great i'm a i'm a big chicken fan too so um we can swap chicken stories later <laughs> <So> <laughs> i don't have any egg chickens right now but
1: I'm very protective of the chickens right now. I, you know, I want to do free range. Right. I'm so worried about coyotes and, you know, different <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, animals hurting them and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, but I, I will eventually be free range uh, chickens, but not yet.
0: What sounds like you in Mississippi and me in Ohio, we, we have very similar things going on here. Um, we were talking earlier about how rural we both are and how Um, internet is not really something that we, it's not our, it's not our strong suit internet and these rural communities and stuff. So we're we're just going to apologize in advance to the audience that we do the best that we can. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, as you know, the PTA podcast, it was, um, kind of brought about because I like to highlight all the really cool things that PTs do, um, alongside of being a physical therapist assistant. So we like to kind of fill in the blank. And so um, every PTA can finish the sentence. I'm a PTA plus I am a you know so on and so forth. So you've already told us a little bit about you with like your background as a tennis coach, um, and PT Pack trustee and um, PTA council representative. Is there anything else that you would fill in the blank with?
1: Wow, I'm I'm a father. <laughs> the two daughters <laughs> they keep me they keep me busy. Um, uh, basically, try to take care of the farm here, you know, trying to do different things. And uh, for in, in Mississippi, grass grows every five days, you're on a mower. Every five <laughs> days, so it's just the grass grows. And if you don't cut it in five days, you've got hay that's about three feet tall. <laughs> so that's an interesting thing. I, I spend a lot of time on a lawnmower with my, my headphones on and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and try to listen to some uh, podcasts here and there. and um, you know, that kind of thing. So that's what I do.
0: Awesome. That's great. There's something you forgot though. You're a world traveler.
1: Okay. Yes. I, I, <laughs> do, I do like to, I do like to try to travel when I can. And, um, yeah. So, and, and also all things physical therapy related. I, I read a lot of journals. Um, and I won't say I read all the articles, but I do look for the conclusions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: that's that's one thing
0: i do yeah absolutely you start to learn like where you want to pick the information and and really kind of focus on that and sometimes that helps me decide like is this something i want to finish reading or is it something that's very pertinent to what i do is it something that's going to help me right away because if not then i might push that to the side and read it another day or it might come up a little bit further on my my reading list um i like to read as well but go ahead
1: there's so much research in physical therapy that if you if you read all the research that was out there, mm-hmm. you wouldn't do anything else. There's nothing else exactly. you could So I, you have to kind of pick and choose um, what's, like for me, it's kind of practice setting. You know, I, I don't work with kids. That's the one setting that I haven't worked in in my career. So when there's pediatric studies and things like that, uh, I kind of skip through stuff of like that. <laughs> I just, because yes. it, it doesn't <laughs> work, but. But if there's something really interesting that it maybe affects my kids or something then I I might kind mm-hmm. of prove through it. So I do a lot of reading.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um I I actually have done a little bit of pediatrics. I don't know if I was um any good at it and I think I may have been drug into it kicking and screaming a little bit. I enjoyed it, um, but I feel like I was never like an expert at it. You know, it wasn't like something that really came natural to me at first, but I think I think I did okay.
1: (laughs) There you go. I know, I know you did. I respect the pediatric therapist. I just realized early on that I would have a tough time at fifty getting up and down off the floor, and I thought, well, (laughs) that's not going to be the best practice for me. But that's that's one area that I have (laughs) worked.
0: Yeah, you can get a little little dirty in that 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 part. But um, I didn't do it full time, so. I don't know that I can really claim it as my own, but I, I spent just a little little bit of time in it. So yeah. So the reason why you and I decided to talk today was because you just returned from a trip. Um, you went to Dubai. Yes. I, I mean, how how does uh so you went to the World Confederation of Physical Therapy Congress? Am I saying it right?
1: Yes. We'll we'll yeah. refer to it as WCPT from now on. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
0: So how does Jeremy Foster from Mississippi in the United States of America end up in Dubai?
1: That's that's <laughs> a, that story. Great question. So so we'll go back to two thousand and eighteen. Let's we'll start way back in two thousand and eighteen.
0: Okay. So in two thousand and
1: eighteen, I attend a uh, CSM, and uh, they had some uh, booths there that were for medical missions, and they were looking for physical therapists to uh volunteer to go to different countries and provide physical therapy services so of course at this point in time in my life i'm looking at how you know volunteering to go places and do things and Mm -hmm. so i went and visited each one of them and each one of them i was basically told that uh, because those countries don't recognize what a physical therapist assistant is there's no license or regulation i could not practice physical therapy even with physical therapists, uh, as interesting, super- mm-hmm. and so that really kind of got my gears going, and I I just kind of thought, man, this 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 isn't right, you know, mm-hmm. and so I started thinking about what could I do, you know, to to change that, to change yeah. the ability for us to go different, to, to work even work in different countries. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, I signed up to volunteer as a volunteer for the world the WCPT and Jamaica Switzerland.
0: Okay. And
1: they chose me. I was I was Yay, really-
0: of course they did. <laughs>
1: kind of fun. And you know, there's a lot of students that volunteer and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a blast. Um, and the only requirement was that you had to be fluent in the English language.
0: Woo Oh my goodness. <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> I, I could have applied. <laughs>
1: You could have gone, see? Um, so anyway, I got there and um, I started, I, I got to actually meet the president of the International Red Cross and I had a really good deep discussion about the fact that I knew other PTAs that would like to do this and mm-hmm. um, she, she kind of alerted me to something that the, they do that I didn't know, but they actually hire PTAs to go to these countries and help set up physical therapy practices so they actually show them how a med- how a practice would run hmm. you know how the billing would go how how you would uh, take care of files and things like that they do all of that and so a PTA wouldn't necessarily be somebody that could do the red right cross thing yeah mm-hmm. so but what that did was it really got me thinking about how can PTAs be recognized on the international stage versus just in the United States. So that's kind of how this all kind of got started. So after I did that, I said, well, I think what I need to do, um, and also there's a couple of people that I met at these conferences that said, there has to be a way to separate the PTA from all of the other language that are being used in these other countries. Because they have yeah. what they call PT assistants. They have PT aides, they have PT technicians, and this one I really like, they have PT hmm. help. That's cool. Ooh. <laughs> WCPT puts us all in one lump category under support personnel. It's just a okay. lump so there's, there's a, there's a problem there. So I decided right then and there that I would do my best to get to, it was going to be Tokyo, Japan. That's, that's, I, I, no, 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 it was Dubai. I'm sorry. It was going to be, yeah, Dubai. And then what happened was Dubai got canceled because of COVID. So mm-hmm. I didn't end up going. And they have these conferences every two years, the Congress just come. Okay. And, and so the Dubai thing, it, it didn't happen. And so I had time to be thinking about what do I need to do? And one of the mm-hmm. things I want to do is I thought, well, because you had quite a bit of time between uh, 2019, so I had four years to,
0: yeah. to kind
1: of this. And so I thought to myself, you know what I what I should do is I will try to do a uh, a presentation. What they have is they have what they call focused symposiums, focused symposiums, okay. and those are like what you go to at CSM. They're like two hour programs on a on a topic. Well, I tried to do that but they really wanted a few more people to go. And I actually had a few people that had talked to me about interest in going, but it was kind of up in the air with COVID and everything else mm-hmm. like that. So they have another way of presenting, it's called an indaba, indaba, which is, it's South African for a meeting of the minds, a meeting of, um, like, uh, where it's like, it's like a, a discussion. And so, Okay. I presented, I I proposed an Indaba session on PTAs, mm-hmm. and yeah. they accepted that. They accepted the that I would do that. So, what it is, it's about 15-20 minutes of talk about the PTAs, and then you answer questions. Okay. So, anyway, and so I I did that, and uh, I didn't have the. To me, I didn't ha- have the. Think of the right words. There weren't as many people as I would have liked to have been there, and mm-hmm. I don't know the way they presented it was just PTAs, it didn't, it didn't have anything. So, I kind of think that <laughs> a lot of people thought, Well, that's for PTAs, you know,
0: <laughs> it's the only yeah, it didn't
1: turn out as I'd like, but I did have a, um, a few people there that asked some really good questions, and yeah. uh. I found out from one fellow that England actually has about 9,000 physical therapy assistants. They're not regulated. They're not. There's hmm. no testing and there's no schooling. And it's on the job training. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, so big difference uh, between the, you know, what they're saying, support personnel versus the PA. So I presented yeah. there, I really good discussions with some really... Important people there. Um, The vice president, her name is—I want—I'll mess up her name—but she's from Taiwan, and I met her in 2019, and because she was the president of the Taiwan Physical Therapy Association, Hmm. and then I met her again at this one, and we had a good discussion, and she's now the vice president of WCPP. So, all right. I think that's going to help. Uh, so,
0: yeah, get some get some traction there.
1: Definitely, because definitely. Yeah. it's about relationships. It really is. Yeah. Within the APTA, I've seen so many great relationships that that help the whole community. The the, mm-hmm. the uh, it, it's been amazing over the last ten years how one person making a connection with one person, they mm-hmm. can bring people together and make big changes so that's kind of my idea that's my hopes
0: yeah so so what i'm hearing you say is there was a moment that you discovered a piece of information that didn't necessarily sit well with you because it, it, it there was something that you wanted to do and you had the desire to do but you were almost being held back because of that um, PT, PTA, the licensure differences, and what's available in other countries and whatnot. But then you kind of were set on a mission. Like you, it was almost like something was struck with you, and you were like, "Okay, I'm going to take this as my own personal mission, and I'm going to fix this somehow, some way."
1: Exactly. That that's exactly how it was. It's like a light bulb went off inside my head and said, "This, there's something wrong with this." When when somebody wants to volunteer, who's been doing this, this this is not something like. This this isn't somebody who just got out of school to volunteer. This is somebody who's yeah, proactive. and mm-hmm. they they've really honed some really good skills that they feel like they could offer the world, and they're being held back and told not to. It's not like the needs going away. There's a need out there. It's not going mm-hmm. away. So the the big thought was is how do how, how does that happen? How do how do we make that happen? And yeah uh, yeah, the, the, there's some big challenges. Big challenge, and so the first thing that I recognized coming out of Dubai was mm-hmm. the definition. So WCPT, we we have to figure out a way to get the PTA elevated and separated from support personnel. Yeah, our mm-hmm. support personnel. We are we we support the mission of physical therapy for sure, mm-hmm. but extenders of choice we are the to me the only extender of physical therapy services Mm -hmm. and so what i did recently was i picked out about 20 different uh people that i've met over the years uh, and i sent them out an email and i'm going to be sending out some more of these but i sent out an email stating that i was asking for help uh Mm -hmm. to to develop a definition of the PTA that would encompass education, Mm -hmm. uh, licensure exam, regulation, and continuing education, all of those things, because there's not a definition that exists that I'm aware of that covers all of those uh, criteria. So there's not, it doesn't cover all that. So, so a definition in the United States may be, you know, uh, uh, you know, a generic type definition of a PK. but for an international definition, it has to be something more like a paragraph and it, and it mm-hmm. may cover what's in our education. You know, yeah. It might be different mm-hmm. because a lot of countries don't have associate degree level training.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they nothing as formal as what we have.
1: Yes, they do have technical schools. That, mm-hmm. that a lot of you know, a lot of our PTA programs are in technical uh, schools or technical programs. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that our PTA program was in the automotive, so we had, had automotive nursing, surgical tech, yeah, assisting, and and, and welding. There was welding.
0: Yeah, so, I. I <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Sometimes so, we, we um, kind of act like an automotive technician in some ways, right?
1: Exactly. You know, somebody, uh, look, a master mechanic diagnosed the problem and the technician fixed the problem. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I always think of us as extra hands. And mm-hmm. when I was talking to some of the international PTs, I talked to, I talked to a lot of international PTs. And I, I said, what, what could you do? If your day uh, was spent, you know, if, if, if you were able to evaluate folks and figure out what was their disorder or what what could we do and you were able to set up plans mm-hmm. and instead of you actually having to run the plans, if someone could run those plans for you yeah, and have mm-hmm. the same results, but you moving on to the next person. And in national health systems, uh, Belgium, Germany, uh, the United Kingdom. They have these large national health systems that sometimes the PT may have twenty evals that day.
0: Wow!
1: But they've got ten treatments. Yeah. They've, so sometimes you don't have your evaluation till two weeks, three weeks out, and we know that that delay can cause mm-hmm. some, some really harm. Uh, I mean, the sooner we can get onto something, the the, the better we can start resolving that issue. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, A couple of facts that I'll just throw out real quick. This comes from the so there's a WCPT annual report. And as we talked about earlier, if you are a member of the APTA, you are a member of a member organization. So therefore, you're a member of WCPT, which I, I don't think anybody really thinks about much. You know, congratulations
0: but, to everyone learn, or it, learning about this at the same time. Yeah. You're part of something else. You didn't even know so, it.
1: So I think that's important to understand. Mm-hmm. And the United States, you know, we're not the largest organization. That's another thing that's kind of interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: Japan has more uh, members of their organizations. And I believe I'm going to, I might misquote, but there, I think there's 127 member organizations. I emailed each one of them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I emailed each (laughs) one, and I asked (laughs) all these questions about: Do they have programs for PTAs? Do they have PTAs? And the I I got an eighty. I got about eighty of them back, which was really cool. Wow. Yeah. They don't utilize assistance in that Hmm. capacity. They there's Mm -hmm. no formal education. There's no licensure exam, and there's no regulation of those those people that they call physical therapist So I think that's important but according to their the 2022 wcpt uh report that they put out it stated that well number one our census is 8 billion so the world census is eight billion people and that happened in November of last year somewhere eight we, we went we went the 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 clicker went around to 8 billion that's a lot of that's a lot of. There's
0: people. a lot of humans. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, here's here's one that, you, that that I wouldn't have known, but according to WCPT, there's 1.9 million physical therapists in the world. 1.9 million. <laughs> so, the WCPT says that approximately two billion people will need physical therapy services. I don't know how they came up with that number. There's no there's there's no data provide that i i honestly believe that number is it's it's not enough i think there's because of
0: the, probably the low thing.
1: yes that's what i'm thinking out of two billion <laughs> will need physical therapy services i think that the things that we're coming out with uh the better treatments for parkinson's and ms uh, so the neurological condition the um i just think there's more things that we could be doing uh with more people so two billion sounds like a small number that's, that's my yeah opinion. but mm-hmm. 2 billion even with 1.9 million therapists that's not enough hands
0: the map still doesn't work out it, <laughs> even if we're even if we're shooting on the low end
1: right it doesn't, it doesn't so they they have geographical areas and they show that that you, the european union the european area or the region the european region has about 11, 11.4 therapists per ten thousand people. Wow. Yeah, well, that's that's not very many, you know. So, yeah. but again, um, and I I don't remember the U.S. It seemed like it was eight point four or something like that per ten thousand, which I'm I'm mm-hmm. not. Don't quote me on those numbers. I don't have the. I should have had that paper with me, but it's. A, I have the report, but I don't have it with me. Um, but, anyways, so so what I'm saying is is that we have around 90 to 100,000, depending on how you read the Bureau of Labor and Statistics reports, mm-hmm. because sometimes the way that they document it is is that they're considering aides and techs in with the physical therapist assistant, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. that happens, but it shouldn't happen because I think mm-hmm. that there, there we we've established there is a big difference between yes, yeah
0: yeah especially here in the US yeah
1: yeah so so i use some of those numbers to kind of help them to understand the idea that the pta could be used in certain economies across the world i yeah. don't think mm-hmm. i don't think that the pta can be used in every country and the reason i say that is because financially there's there's no money for it so in other words the government doesn't provide the money for physical therapy in a lot of mm-hmm. nations so uh, the Philippines is a perfect example the Philippines has they don't they don't have coverage for physical therapy services that's out-of-pocket and They can barely pay the PTs enough to, to cover their cost so a PT wow. assistant and And also their educational programs. They don't have two three programs But I did a thought hit me that in the United States we're accepting uh, We accept PTs From all across the world, all across the world, PTs Mm -hmm. as long as they can pass the the national PT exam, they're coming. Mm -hmm. Well, I would Mm -hmm. love for us as PTAs to be able to be exported. I I think. Can you imagine ten years from now, you know, a class graduates and two of the kids from that class are going to Australia to work. Yeah. Would that be exciting? I
0: think that would be. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But uh, so that's kind of where, where I'm at on my, on my mission.
0: So it sounds like you have a grassroots effort starting here. You're, you're reaching out, you're making connections, you're trying to get people on board with, with what's happening in your mind. And and that's amazing.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's daunting. It's a daunting task. And I don't, I don't even know what the end results will be. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I hear people, you know, I've had people ask me, says, well, Jeremy, you can't expect other countries to do what the United States is doing. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know if that's true. I mean, I, I think that there's a lot of educational programs across the world that are based mm-hmm. off of American, the 12-year system. I mean, uh, so mm-hmm. America gone all across the world and, and some educational systems that they're using in other parts of the world, they started right here. You know, it's sort of mm-hmm. like it. so uh, I can just I I just imagine that you know some place like Australia or even Canada they come up and and I think Canada actually has a program, but they don't have a national exam and they don't have a licensure for hmm. the people. Okay, as far as yeah. I, as far as right now, um, but I just I just feel like you know this is a, a worthwhile endeavor. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually coming to the end of my my career I'm 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 getting close i'm getting close and as i getting closer I'm looking at what what do I want people to remember you know as i get closer to retirement well i'd like to mm-hmm. say that I was one of champions for the PTA being recognized not only nationally but internationally mm-hmm. um, i think I, it's I, gonna
0: happen jeremy
1: <laughs> i mean even if what if one country said you know what a PT assistant will help us deliver physical therapy uh, economically um, and mm-hmm. without sacrificing care. If one country did it, oh my goodness, I'd be like,
0: woo! Yeah, that that would be cool. Yeah. Well, I'm and sure even- that we're going to have a lot more people jump on now and and try to to help I with this for- uh, grassroots effort.
1: Yes, I mean, I I would love to have people and and so. I, like I said, I had people who were wanting to come to Dubai and this in Daba session, it wasn't improved until like, I mean, it was probably 90 days out. I mean, that was, it was kind of oh, a wow. scramble. Yeah. So, so I yeah, had to kind of get, mm-hmm. get my travel arrangements and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And it was, uh, the way the WCPT works is that when you go to conference there, they have different tiers of payment. Hmm. so. If you are from a rich nation, i.e. us, the United States, mm-hmm. then you pay the most. Hmm. And then if
0: you're a really poor
1: nation, um, you pay the least. And, hmm. and it's, it's I, I get the fairness of it because of the fact that some of these poor nations, they would be able to send delegates to, of course, yeah. to this. and And we want, mm-hmm. from a world perspective, I want to hear, What's the guy over here doing with $2 that I'm paying $500 for? How are we, you know, how are we rehabbing these people with less money?
0: Mm-hmm. What we a gotta perspective, be- right?
1: We got to figure it out. And so I got to attend many, many uh, conferences and listen to some of them. And the poster presentations are beautiful. They're wonderful. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is they're all in English. How about that? Oh,
0: really? Yeah.
1: That- that's, that
0: was something I was curious about was was how how communication works and, and how do you so, know what you're hearing? And
1: right. So the official language is English. So that's that okay. works out. That works out in our favor. Now, where it doesn't work out in our favor is that if in certain countries, if you don't speak the language, it's going to be real difficult for you to get a job working. Yeah. So. Yeah. But so. So my next mission is to do a focus symposium, which that's the two-hour program. And I'm going to try to recruit some uh, some folks because they like to have three or four speakers mm-hmm. uh, to go. And uh, and I'm going to put it on. It'll be something sort of like the physical therapist assistant uh, for international purposes or something. You know, uh, something that would get more yeah. people. Come see it, other than PTAs. Yeah, and you know, uh, this is like,
0: really exciting.
1: <laughs> maybe physical therapist assistance is it right for your country, or you know, or or could could your country use that? You know, I I don't know. But uh, that's in Tokyo, Japan, in 2025, wow. and it'll probably be around May. Um, so, have to start saving your money now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. I, I can't even imagine. Um and I think that what's so exciting about it is um this just kind of started as a spark and now it's kind of like starting to to flame a little bit here. And and I'm just I'm really excited to hear where this goes. So like the the in it's am I saying you're right, indaba session? Yes. So that's kind of equivalent to like maybe like a platform presentation or like a I, I like, think like it- a, a shorter version.
1: Very short. You got to make your point, and then and then you got to be ready to answer the questions. Okay. Um,
0: Yeah. And then the symposium is more what we're used to um, at a CSM when you go in and you sit down for an hour and fifty minutes. And yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Now, but there are different types of symposiums, and one of the ones I really liked was um, it was more discussion. So in other words, it was more that they could ask more questions. So in other words, you get mm-hmm. 30 minutes, just boom, 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 knock it out. And then the group can ask a lot of questions. So when you do a focus symposium, there's different um, different types of those. And I think yeah. that's kind of an important difference to, to make sure everybody understands. Uh, because I really want it to be an open dialogue. I want people to ask lots of questions, you know. Of
0: course, yeah. I would
1: that you know what's the what's the point in doing that why you want us to make a whole nother profession you know i mean all kinds of good questions you know um yeah i just really believe that there are countries out there that uh
0: yeah yeah and you think of the beginning of a pta profession for other countries that would have the same growth struggles as what we have for over 50 years you know like I mean, I know we're, we're, I guess we're over 50 years now, a little bit over like 54 years, I guess. However, we're still growing. We're still figuring things out. You know, there's still changes to the PTA profession. We just went from a caucus to a council in APTA. And, you know, there's still things that happen with regulation and how we're, we're paid and reimbursed. Um, So we're still growing and, and figuring out who we are. Um, as a profession as well so you can imagine that uh, another country bringing that in would have all those same struggles as well and, and growth opportunities
1: yeah I, I think that you know evolution we're, we're evolving and we've come a long ways from from 1969 i mean we're mm-hmm. we're a, we've moved along and uh we've shown our work and shown our mm-hmm. value and and you know the neat thing about it is is that one of the things that we don't I don't think we put enough emphasis on is that not only are we side-by-side side with the PP in the treatment realm, we're side-by-side side on the um, regulations, on, on, on meeting with our Capitol Hill Day. We're standing shoulder-to-shoulder. Mm-hmm. Shoulder. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're calling up our senators. We're doing grassroots mm-hmm. campaigns to get direct access. Mississippi is, uh, we're, we're one of the last three. That does not have direct, full direct access, right? And so, Medicare Part B, I don't think they're going to move the needle on direct access until all the all the states have direct until access.
0: Until everyone's on board. <laughs> so, really,
1: it matters not to a state that does. For Mississippi, it doesn't matter a whole lot because we don't have a lot of cash-paying customers. Let's let's just mm-hmm. say now, California, New Florida, New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wazoo, that's fine. But yeah, what i guess is that we're one of the three states that left that does not have complete direct access. So me personally, because the PTs want it, I'm fighting with them. I'm mm-hmm. right there with them. I'm making Absolutely. my I'm, And so there's that's that's the one thing that I think that gets left out of the equation that there are so many PTAs. Sean uh, Bagby, hey. That guy, mm-hmm. you know, what he's done with TRICARE and, and being mm-hmm. a, a business owner and pushing forward to get TRICARE to pay for PTAs. That makes, that's a no brainer in my opinion, but that's a lot mm-hmm. of work behind the scenes. And I think that that's where PTAs, were recognized as treaters. We're recognized as clinicians in and getting people better and applying mm-hmm. the interventions that the PTs are wanting. We, we know, everybody knows that. But what they don't know is the advocacy that goes on mm-hmm. with PTA in, in every state. Um, you know, I, I can make tons of, tons of PTA that have just just blown my Brad Thurns or Shoe for Kids. Mm-hmm. Where it goes, Brad's got shoes out there and he's 10,000 shoes and going to these schools. And, I mean, it's amazing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I just love stuff like that.
0: Yeah, there's lots of PTAs doing really amazing things out there, and and I'm hoping that I can bring some of these voices forward. Um, but just to touch base on your advocacy, um, I mean, I was just at Advocacy Day for Ohio back in in April, and um, you know, here I am, the only P. No, I think there might have been one other PTA that was actually in PT school at the time, but I'm in a group of about six or seven people, and we're meeting with the aides for our state representatives and our senate our state senators. And they don't know who in the room is a physical therapist, is a physical therapist assistant or a student until we introduce ourselves and tell them. But us as a collective, we're the experts on our field as a collective. And I was was able to speak to all things that PTs do as well as the PTAs do just as well as anybody else in that group. We were all there as a, a united front, a joint effort to work on what our it's called um, House Bill 141 here in Ohio, and that's the Fair Copay Act, and that's so important. You know, if we can bring if we can bring copays down to that of a general practitioner instead of a specialist, right. that's going to change things for our patients that can't either afford to come or turn to something different, um, opioids or something uh, else instead that could potentially be harmful to them, but saves them money. Um, if, if we can just bring that copay down. And this is just an example to just back up what you're saying that, you know, if we all come as a united front, our senators and representatives can't hand pick out who's a PT and who's a PTA. They just know that we're all there with one voice.
1: What what they're concerned about is that you're a constituent. That's the that's mm-hmm. the big. And how many uh, Jeremy Foster's and Katie Sutton's are there out there? Do You see every state we know. That these council reps, the the caucus reps, they're going to the state days. They're making these differences and they're talking from from a, a different viewpoint than some of. I mean, some of the PTs don't have that same viewpoint that we have. Uh, so I'm. That that's just one area, and this is why I'm so happy about what you're doing. And I think that more we need more uh, people out there just spreading this word because. There, there's some really awesome things that are going on, and uh, we, we need everybody to be aware of those things, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think one thing that I hear about from non-members is I'm not going to be a member until APTA does this. Uh, and, and, and that really frustrates me because I tell people all the time, I'm APTA. I am. So when you say we're not doing something, why don't you join? Help me out here. Help me out. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. the water, the waters are tough. We need more. And <laughs> and <the> APTA, <laughs> like any organization, the larger that we become, the more PTAs that become members, the larger our voice. The more the APTA says, "Wait a minute, look at our membership." I mean, if we had. If we only had half the PTAs practicing in America as members, we'd be the loudest voice at the APA. Yes. We would have we 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 we'd have thirty delegates.
0: 30 isn't delegates. that isn't I, that incredible I, to think about?
1: I, I mean, no, I, and 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 you know, membership is such a hard sell, and I'm constantly talking to. I that's another thing I do. I I try to go to each school. We have seven well we have one developing program we have six active programs we have one that's on going online pretty soon mm-hmm. and that's seven so i've been to each one of those schools in person to talk about please don't let your membership because they're members now mm-hmm. and, and and you know if you look at the graph so students come in and and the membership goes like this and they graduate goes like this it goes, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's,
1: it's so frustrating and I get the the question I get all the time is, why would I pay those dues? Why would I pay those dues? What I get a couple of magazines, you know, the discounts I get aren't mm-hmm. worth the, the fees I pay. And I explain to them all the time it's the stuff that you can't put your hands on,
0: it's the the intangible stuff. items.
1: That's yeah. <laughs> right. You can't put your hands on advocacy. And that's what's happening every day. And such a small number of our profession are make the biggest differences and changes in our profession. Mm-hmm. It's not the large numbers. It's the small number. It's the small mm-hmm. places that are making the big differences. And this is where, you know, one person can make, a big I'm, I'm hopeful that at some point in time, one of these countries will say, you know what, we could use PPAs and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they think oh, we're over there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. However, you might have to go and start it. They might hire you. So,
1: <laughs> but, uh, so I'd hate. I'd hate to have to go travel somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. No, but I. I agree with you. I think that. Um, number one, PTAs, we we aren't out there enough. Um, telling people about all the the amazing unique skill sets that we have. In general, in physical therapy, I, you and I talked about earlier that we aren't doing a great job of. Of representing ourselves and putting ourselves out there, and and if we don't have that united front and that voice, um, we got to be careful. We don't want to get steamrolled. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's right. We need professional marketers. That's what we need. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So what's what's next? So you are gonna go back to WCPT, obviously, right? Yeah.
1: So yes. Uh, so so the okay. next. I'll tell you what's going on. So July, obviously we'll be in Washington. Um, Uh We'll be attending uh, the House of Delegates and uh, we'll find out what the PTA Council, how we're going to evolve with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, we have uh, Capitol Hill Day, which is Tuesday Mm -hmm. at the House. So that's all happening next month. In November, I think it's November, I'll be in Austin, Texas at um, the private practice section uh, as a member of the, uh, PT pack. So yep. my red jacket
0: got the red jacket on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice thing about that is you don't have to pack as many suits. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice thing. Um, and, uh, so then after that, uh, you know, we'll have CSN coming up in February and I believe that's in mm-hmm. Boston. So yes. that's going to be exciting. Um, I'm
0: already cold but Yes. It's
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I we were there. I think it was 2017, and I'm gonna tell you what. I had the. It was. It was actually hot. It was in. It was in May. Um, and I'm. I'm not sure if that was. That was House of Delegates. That wasn't CSM. Mm-hmm. I think. And, okay. Anyway, we had. Uh, I had a lobster roll, and I had mm. some some chatter, chatter, <laughs> and Sounds so delicious. That, that's the future that's what's coming up and then of course okay. um during that period of time i'm going to be working with uh as many people who want to help by the way i'm throwing that out there for anybody any ptas pts out there that want to help yep. with definition of what the physical therapist assistant is and keep in mind mm-hmm. that it has the encompassing of education licensure regulation continuing competence all in a nice little packaged mm-hmm. definition. And
0: Perfect. All, hey, uh, this is our chance to be innovative.
1: Yes. Yes. Work it to death. Words. I mean. But yes. well, we make sure that people that aren't from America would understand what the difference between a what a physical therapist assistant is versus uh, an aide, tech, or help helper. So. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the that future awesome. Tokyo is 2025
0: so wonderful yeah and we'll have to have more conversations about that coming up yes yeah okay amazing so um i mean you and i we could talk for a lot longer <laughs> but i feel like we should save some of this for later though but <laughs> yeah yes okay so Uh, Why don't you go ahead and tell us what your plus point is, because I know that you have some really cool things to tell us. And so our plus point is like some closing words of advice, our our big ideas or um, thoughts, anything you can kind of wrap us up with. What what do you got for us?
1: All right. So three things. My first thing is my advice. And this is my advice I got from my my educator, Ken Freeman. Continue to learn. Find your niche in therapy and learn everything you can about it. Physical therapy is so big. From head to toe, there are so many little … I mean, from wound care to to balance and, and neurology and, and, and just strength and conditioning, We I mean, could go on and on, but find mm-hmm. out what works for you and just be the best at it. And Look, I'm, I'm all about the pathways, the clinical pathways the APK is offering. But mm-hmm. any way you can get that continuing education and don't just take the bare minimum. I know some mm-hmm. states require 10, we, we require 30 per two years. So it's like 15 per year or whatever, but don't you know, pass that, get, you know, find your, Shoot for the
0: stars. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. The second thing is uh, my encouragement is you just keep showing up and keep your head held high. Always know that you have something to offer. You know, and be in a room full of, you know, the people in the room should be smarter than you. You try to absorb and soak it up. And mm-hmm. remember when school you wanted to be a sponge and soak up all that information, stay, stay that sponge, always soak it up so that later on you can squeeze yourself a little bit and give it, give that education to somebody else. The sec the, 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 the third thing I want to do is a call to action. This is the last one is that number one, join the APTA. We need you. We want you. You're, you you have stuff that this place we, we got to have you cuz the PTA's we need a, a stronger voice and uh so that's that's what i would leave you with is that you know um come join us there's there's a, a movement going on uh great things are happening yep
0: and
1: mm-hmm. don't let the hold you back i mean you we're we're moving forward we're going Oh down. yeah
0: we're moving and shaking
1: that's Moving right, movement shaking <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know about everybody else, but I learned some new things today. Um, the Andabi session—I have to admit—I had to Google it ahead of time because I read it and I had no idea what that was. So I'm happy that you brought it back up because I'm not sure that everybody would know what that is. Um, but yeah, that was something that I had to to Google. And the red coats, um, although I now know what it is, and I have known what it is for quite some time, but that's kind of like my beginning story of how I decided to to step up and get involved a little bit more was because I went to CSM this was years ago and I was overwhelmed and I didn't know what was happening and I was really confused and I couldn't believe that like there's this huge um, conference that had all of these amazing minds together and all these different sections represented and I felt like I had missed out on so much for so long. Um, And then just to confuse things even more, I saw these people walking around in a red coat, and I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) You know, so (laughs) that's kind of like my beginning story into getting involved, because I wanted to know more. And I I have to admit, the red coats did kind of like, push me a little bit to figure things out. And it wasn't just that, but I I went back home, and I started researching, and I looked up who I needed to talk to, and who was responsible in our state um, for PTAs, and and I just started looking up names, and i I started showing up, like you said. I showed up, and I didn't actually have anything to do right away. Um but I showed up and I started asking questions, and then it just kind of um, opened up doors and one thing led to the next. And um, you know, as an educator, I never wanted to be enough to a- answer questions to students. You know, maybe I'm not the smartest in in every um, facet of physical therapy, but I wanted to make sure that I could answer those basic questions for them. And, and to me, it was knowing those those people who were in charge of specific areas and who our PTA Council representatives were caucus at the time. And, you know, that was important to me. And so that, that kind of sparked a journey for me. And what I'm hearing from you is that um, somebody said, well, I don't think this can work. And you found this problem and now it sparked something for you to solve. So. You're you're now on a journey of solving this this uh, new thing for for physical therapist assistance. and and I think one, that we're going to see some big things.
1: One thing you mentioned about the APTA is, um, APTA leader once told me, that the APTA can be it can be as little as just paying your dues and 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 you're supporting the cause. That's great, but the APTA can be as big as you want it to be. There's mm-hmm. so many volunteer uh, mm-hmm. things to do. I encourage people, you want to get involved, there's a whole bunch of stuff uh, oh, yeah. on the website where you can volunteer. You it there, and sometimes it's for uh, one little project. Um, t- I wanted to mention this. If you don't go to the Academy of the Future Care website, there is a document on there that I was the what do you want to call it, The chair. I, they pointed to me and they said, hey, we want this document to look like they've got one for it's called um, core competencies uh, for the physical therapist assistant, and kind of what they should know when they get out of school. Because they made one for the physical therapist, so they wanted one for the physical therapist assistant. So I got to work mm-hmm. with uh, with some PTs and PTAs, um, and uh, we put forth this document, and it's mm-hmm. on that. And so what I'm saying yeah. is there's opportunity for you in the APK it's what you want to make out of it. But if you want to change, it, you got to be you got to get in and make it from the inside out.
0: So. Absolutely, <laughs> and I couldn't have said it better myself. So that w- that was the perfect plus point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Tonight.
0: Yes, uh, absolutely. So- Thank you so much for coming, Jeremy.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, let me know, uh, and I'd love to do this again uh mm-hmm. later on down the road.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well I mean we're gonna have to ramp up before twenty twenty five, right?
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah. You said Tokyo, right?
1: Yes. I wanna send yeah. out an invite. we need to put it on the calendar because I wanna send out an invite to everybody. Uh say maybe uh in December. No. I get yeah, November, December, send out an invite to everybody saying it'd be great for you to show up. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Hey, people, yeah. put it on your calendar. All right, Well, well Jeremy, thank ahead. you so. Oh, we'll
1: go- get eight yeah, go people. ahead. We'll get we'll get eight people in a room over there. It'll cost you twenty bucks a night to stay, and we'll just
0: <laughs> get a
1: hundred a hundred PTAs over there would be great.
0: He even has a plan. He's got it all figured <laughs> out. Oh, I love it, Jeremy. You got your plan, okay. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming and telling us all about this. I can't wait to hear more. We'll have you back. We'll, we're going to ramp up and get you ready to go for Tokyo in 2025. So, all right, everyone, you, you've heard it from Jeremy himself. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. The PTA Plus Podcast is hosted and produced by Katie Sutton in collaboration with PT Podcast host and CEO, Jimmy McKay. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PTA plus podcast, where the conversation is for PTAs by PTAs. This show is for educational purposes only and not intended for clinical decision-making while care is taken to ensure accuracy. Factual errors can be present, become part of the PTA plus podcast family by liking, sharing, and subscribing on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere you can listen to podcasts.